This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stay. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. That's right, I said it. I just love Steph Curry injuries. Aren't they the best? What's wrong with you? Aren't they amazing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't like that take at all. Uh, it's not a take. It's a uh, it's a like a factual metric. Yeah. It's an it's, observation sensation is what it is. That's a buck. Don't try no. to get out of it with your flattery. Well, no, it's not a take because I would... Uh, and it's not factual when you go 15 and 50 when he breaks his hand. Well, and you can't say, oh, but they got the number two pick. Well, except for you That can, whole year you... was in the crapper because he got hurt. Well, right. But if he hadn't gotten hurt, where was that year going? They were already completely hampered. They weren't. It's not like they were going to win the ring if he had played. You hate Eric Pascal. <laughs> I don't hate him, but I don't really. I don't have any feelings about uh, I think Eric he's Pascal. Out of basketball now. Too. Is he really? Yeah. He was a fun interview. I liked talking to Eric. Yeah. Eric was cool. Good kid. Yeah. But is he is kid? He, he was like 25 when I he know, came in the league. I know. I, I'm going to try as long as I can in my life to not be calling people kids. Unless they're my kids. Like, you can call your own kids kids. When you start calling the professional athletes kids, that's when it says to me, thank you, Spadone. That's when, that's when we're officially old. You'll get there. Boy, these, uh, these kids out there at Chase Center, boy, they were running around and carrying on and playing with the basketball. My goodness, they look great out You'll there. You'll get there when you realize that your kid, your actual children, uh -huh. are the same age, if not older than the people you're covering. Because it always starts <laughs> with... Uh, 
It always starts with uh, you get to that age where, oh, my God, I'm older than every single player in the association. And you are at that point now. There's nobody who is 47 in the NBA. Well, or I'm 48. also not 47 so either, but Tom, nobody, Tom Brady forever. Yeah, that's why you've been, exactly. Tom Brady. You've been pulling for Brady. Till he doesn't play, he's still playing. You're going to get to a point here in the next handful of years where your kid, your 16-year-old, who, when he's 20, hmm? will be older than people that you're talking sure, about at sure. that point. You can go ahead and talk about the kids. By the way, he's already an elite athlete. He passed this along. You'll love this. Uh, cruising around at practice for the TAM golf team yesterday. He says, uh, we're cruising up the second hole. And some, he goes, some guy yells at us from like two holes away. Hey! Damn golf team! You guys got a lot of run on Willard and Dibs today. <laughs> it's like, oh crap! He's like, gosh dang it, Dad! Seriously, right. Dad, <laughs> keep I, my name out I your mouth. Roll, go try to make a par and move on with life. No, I listen. Just anybody just joining us. It's just a, a fascinating thought that hit the back of my mind yesterday because a, there's nothing worse. For the Golden State Warriors franchise, if you think about an idea, a concept, something that can happen in a season, like a Steph Curry injury is literally the number one thing on the list that you don't want to have happen. But somehow, some way, this guy, Mr. Perfect, greatest thing that's ever happened to the organization, a spotless resume off of the court and on, don't bring up Atherton in his home, please. But this guy has even somehow had the scenario play out where when he gets hurt, it ends up being a good thing for the franchise. This dynasty, by the way, it doesn't happen without those ankle injuries early in his career. I firmly believe that. If he's not signing a four-year, $44 million contract, which ended up being the greatest contract in the history of sports, in my opinion, there's no Iguodala, there's no Durant. Those things aren't happening. And then you look at last year. Do you agree that the three weeks he got off um, leading into the playoffs helped? And it, it, suddenly, the thing it feels the same way. Watching him grin ear to ear all night long, every night now, over at Chase Center. And just rest and relax as the Warriors fire up the standings, knowing that he's about to come back on the floor to a more confident Clay and Jordan Poole just in time for a playoff run. It's incredible. It's impressive, and uh, you know I don't think that you can draw that connection to what you said, which is you're happy that Steph Curry gets hurt. I did not say that. That's, I, mean, I did not say that. Basically, not, what you said is reason. when Steph gets hurt, good things happen. That has been. That has been. Right. The situation. And the fact that he had bad ankles early in his career led to him taking four years and forty four million. That's a fact. Which and led to the, the fact dynasty. that the he took less money gave them the ability to bring in Kevin Durant. Now Iguodala was gonna come in anyway. I think that they had room at that point. So I don't know if those two things were related. And yes, when Steph got hurt and they went fifteen and fifty and they got the number two overall pick, that was born largely out of the fact that Steph was hurt. Clay was out for the year, and Draymond Green shut it down with uh, a fill-in-the-blank injury that he decided, I'm not playing without these two all year. And so, yeah, you got the number two pick, and it would have worked out had you not taken James Wiseman, Mr. Double Single in Detroit. So I think you can look at that in some ways, but also when you look at where we are now with Steph Curry, yes, he comes back, and the team that he joins now, they are humming. And last night, a great example of what this team is starting to do. 
They're starting to play defense, Mark. Yeah, it's I mean, exciting. the second halves are unbelievable. And, and, I mean, some of it has to just be uh, Portland and the Clippers going cold. It's not like every single three-pointer that went up was uh, was contested. Most of them, though, the, the Warriors get a ton of credit. That, Especially in this, this defense, in this NBA, where 120 or 130 points is now garden variety for a lot of teams. To have a half where a team only scores 40, like Portland did, or 35, like the Clippers did. When you're down double digits at halftime, and then by the fourth quarter of these games, the other team is pulling their stars because it's garbage time in the other direction, that's intense, man. That third quarter was intense. What was it, 42-16? to Was that the final in the third quarter? Sounds about right. That is unbelievable. So I know what we like to do when there's the third quarter surge. We go, oh, halftime adjustments. And we played with that the other day, like the Peyton Manning thing where he's like, there's not not some magic potion that we take at halftime. John Mamalalela told us they go in there and they flip the spread and they cuss people out. And Actually, they were doing uh, gassers in the locker room, Mark. (laughs) That'll teach them. So I don't know what it is they do. I don't know. I don't know if the Warriors... Well, he told us. They look at eight clips from the first half. Right. And they say, look, this is bad defense. This is bad defense. You need to guard him. Stop guarding him, Russell Westbrook. No, Let's guard him. Let's do this. They're right. tweaks. They're yeah. tweaks. But, but what we see is also uh, uh, effort level goes up. Effort level goes up. Right. Right. And so I don't know if, the, if that's strategic. Are the Warriors, like, not capable of four quarters of effort? Is it almost load management within the game? <laughs> nice. They're like, let's just kind of, right? right? Let's, let's just stay close. Stay close for a half. Sure. I heard it. Yeah, you're anyway. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and then we'll come out in the third quarter. We used to have a, we actually had a t-shirt, and maybe we can get it up to uh, 957thegameshop.com, but... Joe Lowe and Dibs, I actually coined the phrase Dubcon 3, which was a play on DEFCON, the old DEFCON system that we have. It was Dubcon, and it was Dubcon 3 because in the third quarter, that team would switch the flip or flip the switch, whichever one you would prefer. Depends if you ask Lowe Neal or not. Go to hell, Dibs. And when they would flip the switch or switch the flip, that third quarter, they would absolutely boat race team. They would motorboat teams. And we're starting to get that same feel with this team. Yeah, down 11 at the half. Cool. You'll be up 15 going into the fourth. I mean, I think it's it's normal. uh, I'm trying. It's normal sports thought to think that the fourth quarter, right, everybody holds up a four, let's go play. And and that's the most important quarter. Maybe it's the third like, the characteristic of good teams seems to be third quarter. 49ers, look at their third quarter against the Seahawks in the playoffs. Like, they were down at halftime. They ended up blowing them off the field. Why? Third quarter. Uh, the Warriors, for years, you coined Dubcon 3. Like, through, the, through that era, it always felt like third quarter. I remember uh, there was an era of USC football with the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush group and, and and Pete Carroll. That was a thing. Like they started, they were down or tied at half many, many times during those undefeated seasons and they would come out in the third quarter and just truck people. So it's a very, very good sign. I don't really know what it is. I don't know what this magic elixir is. Is it adjustments? Is it renewed energy? Is it just randomly coincidental? I have no clue. But I do know that teams that go take a breather, 
come back out, throw their best punch, and grab control of a game going into the fourth quarter, that is a characteristic of championship teams. Yes, and you think about Kyle Shanahan and what he wants to do in his football games. He wants to score at the end of the second quarter, and he wants to get the ball to start the third, and he wants to get that back-to-back offensive scoring punch to take control of the game. And for the Warriors, you look at last night, and it was 42-16 to in the third quarter. Incredible. And you know, when when it started, it was okay. You know, Clippers are struggling. The Warriors are playing better D. The Warriors are starting to score, and then it keeps going, and it goes, and it goes, and then the Warriors go up four, and they go up seven. Now the Warriors are up ten, and you got to throw your head back and laugh because you you can see what's going on. They were down eleven at the break, and the way they went down eleven at the break was all right. This is a game that they're probably going to lose. No Steph, no Wiggins. The Clippers are good. Okay. Deep breath. We'll try to get him back tomorrow. And then they come out of the locker room and they did it again with the Dubcon 3 and Absolute Blitzkrieg. All right, so toe in the water. Let's have some fun here. 888-957-9570. Forget panic meter. I I threw mine out two months ago anyway. So You don't do panic. I don't. Other than Joe. And? Well, yes. Panic is spelled with a K. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, look at them now. There, there is absolutely no reason to panic. There never was, but it's different than that. Let's talk about the word belief. Dibs, where you at? In terms of... You had a... Um, I watched it the day that I was out, I think, last week. I watched your daily delivery. This was the day after they lost to the Lakers. Oh, and I get it. Bloodbath. I get it. It was a, it was the, it was a discouraging game to watch. You watch something like that, and it wasn't just they lost a basketball game. You're like, what is this? This is a low watchability level. This just does not. It just doesn't feel connected. It doesn't resonate. AD and LeBron were terrible, and, and you got crushed. And they still got blown off the floor. Yes. So I remember you saying, it's just not good enough. They're just not good enough. Now, they haven't lost since. Right, right. And, and, and still with, you're back. With no, thank you. With no Steph, no Andrew. And so I imagine today, today, right now, as we sit here, this is the highest, most optimistic moment of the Golden State Warrior season. Agreed? Right now. Today. Uh, maybe. March 3rd. When they won five in a row at home. In order to flip the script, in that moment, they had an eight-game homestand. They won their first five on that homestand. I think at that point, I was as optimistic, if not more optimistic. Really? Well, you you didn't think that they would go five and three on the homestand. No, I did not think they would tank down. But I just, this one, you're smelling the finish line a little bit more. You've moved into the top five. You're doing it without two of your best players. Yeah. It just feels more like it's, like that was too early for anything to be taking shape. Yes and no. This feels like it's taking shape, no? It's taking shape, and you're right. That was early. But think about that five-game stretch. It started with a Christmas Day beatdown of the hated Memphis Grizzlies. So good. So, oh, so oh, it's good. Just it's, I mean, wargasmic. Anyway. Seriously. So that is what started it. Then you beat Charlotte in Utah. You beat Portland. You beat Atlanta in double OT, 143-141, a game that you kind of pulled out of nowhere. And in that moment, January 2nd, the freshness of a new year, 
I thought in that moment, okay, here we go. Time to roll. You're two games above 500. Then you lose to Detroit. You lose to Orlando. You lose to Phoenix. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, my God. Orlando and Detroit. Now, to your point, now, in this moment, this is the first time you've been three games above 500 all, all year. year long. So, to that extent, and you're doing it without Steph and without Wiggins, Yes, this probably is even a little bit of a higher watermark than that. And so your belief is what? In terms of what? In terms of the Warriors. Your belief. Where is your belief in terms of what they can achieve? My belief is to the point where, and I I should go get these at the break, but this morning on my drive-in, as I was leaving my East Bay hovel, and the sun came up, I didn't put on my normal sunglasses. I put on my Zennies, Mark. Oh, my gosh. Put on the Zennies. You put on your Zennies. And you know I got those Zennies. Those are championship glasses. Those are, we got championship glasses. I'm going to go get them in the car. Uh, I may be late coming back because the elevator can be indicative of maybe a slight delay. Mine are in the car, too. Can I give you my keys? You can grab mine, too. I'll grab your Zennies. Should we we do? Double Zennies? Why are you buzzing me? Why should we not do the rest of the show with Zennies? Right? I just assumed it was Spadoni. Guru would love it. Let's do the show with with sunglasses on. Well, and my Zennies are special because they're they're light blue tinted. Oh, light blue? I thought they were the yellow ones. I have the picture of you. The, yeah, I don't did even you know grab it. two pairs of sunglasses <laughs> that day? <laughs> two pairs. You did. You, you dog. No, I'm gonna go get my Zennies. <laughs> so you asked me about my belief, yes. and, and I'm conflicted because I've got multiple bets, including with the great Leanna Pons, our dear, dear friend, listener. She's a P1, and on Twitter we made a bet that if the Warriors are a top six team. I have to go to 957thegameshop.com and get her a t-shirt yep. and send it off to her. And if not... Then we get lumpia. lumpia. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be lumpia. And so she actually sent out a poll yesterday <laughs> and she said, oh, you know, where's Dibs lumpia panic meter? And I actually was the only one to vote on it so far. Oh, and I'll, I said, I'll vote. Yeah, where is it? I retweeted it. What were the options? At Dan Dibley. The options were something like uh, Dan Dibley's panicking or Dan Dibley's fine. And to be honest, I'm worried about that bet. Yeah. The Warriors are looking like a top 16. Oh, there are 17 votes now. You're not the only one. Well, because I retweeted it. You're welcome, Liana. Oh, wow. Well, that was a flex. Good Lord. (laughs) I love that you've turned this Lumpia thing into an effort to get followers on Twitter. Listen to you right now. Yeah, Dan Dibley, 1B. I'm definitely voting on Dibs is nervous. Dibs is nervous. Oh, and I just brought it to a tie. Really? That is the 18th vote. And it's 99. 50-50. Dibs is nervous. Versus Dibs, let's wait and see. It's funny because I voted first, and I voted Dibs is nervous because I am nervous. Yeah. They're going to be... Well, you would know. They might be a top four seed, and quite frankly, Mark, the more you look at this team, the way they're playing, they. I'm going to go get my Zennies because we might. it might be Zenny time! Uh, Zenny time! I still, got, well, I still got one thing. I like... I hate my prediction right now, but next week's going to be more pessimistic than this. Y'all know that, right? You don't do pessimism. No, I just, it's no, like. You don't know how. Steph's going to come back, and, and, and here's my prediction. There will be two people in the Bay Area when he comes back 
They'll lose a game at some point, and someone will be like, I'm going to go be the guy that tweets the Warriors are better without Steph Curry. Some moron is going to actually <laughs> think that thought because they're going to have to inject him back in. Andrew, too. And we know you've watched sports enough. Sometimes that momentarily you take a step back because the current flow that you've achieved gets disrupted when a major force comes onto the floor and gets thrown in and the minutes get redistributed and all that stuff. So they're also going on the road where they're, let's call it, so far this year, not a good team. Beyond not a good team. Dreadful. Terrible. Miserable. And the stretch has a lot of good teams on that stretch, too. Um, where they'll be going against teams highly motivated to beat them. The Lakers, the Grizzlies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Time out, time out. What? You said there's a number of good teams, and then then you led with the Lakers. No, you missed the sentence in between. I said there's a number of good teams, and there's a number of teams very motivated to Ah, beat them. Look at you with the caveats. Caveats. Grizzlies, right? Um, right? Am I right? Yeah. The next 10 games. The next 10 games are filled with a lot of challenging Opponents. New Orleans at home tonight. Challenging. Should be a win. Oh. And I haven't checked the spread, but I would imagine I'll you're look. favored by five and a half. That's my uh, guess. And you can game show music yeah, game if show. you want. Yeah, give me I a have not looked. Give me a little uh, I'm game more show. locked in on March Madness I today. Love we show. got a conference tournament. We do not have March Madness today. Uh, Winthrop is on the floor. Good for them. And I've got a lock for you. I've, I've got a couple of picks that even... <laughs> That even uh, Seth Davis doesn't have. What'd you say you think tonight's spread is? Five and a half. For the Warriors? Favored. You are... What? Wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. How wrong? Not that wrong. Less wrong than you were yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, I was way wrong. <laughs> By eight points yesterday or something. Six. Six, whatever. I should have bet that S. Warriors are minus four. That's not bad. I was no. close. No, I know you were close, but it's it was plus outside. Minus a point. It's so plus yeah. minus a point. You you're a stickler. Outside. Yeah. I Sorry. wish you were as nice to me as you are to your children. Uh, yeah, have you thought about that? Why would I be nicer to someone else other than my children? You spend a lot of time with me, and oh, spend Jude, a lot of time you can stay up too. late, have some more popcorn, son. I'm a half point off, and I we, get the thumbs down. We made popcorn three times last Shut night. Up. I'm not joking. It was one microwave pop, and then I do. I still do the old style. Do I you do the that. Jiffy Pop on no, the stove. No Jiffy, Orville. Olive oil, like the just straight in the pan in the in the pot, in the pot. Yeah, yeah. You just put the oil in the pot and you heat it a little bit. Cover the bottom with the Orville, old actual homemade popcorn, salt and butter, salt and butter after. And then I made the biggest bowl of popcorn and I told the two older ones that we call them the Bigs. Hey, Bigs, get out here. There's popcorn and they're teenagers, so wait for it. They move slow. And they moved so slow that Dad ate the entire bowl of popcorn. Gone. And then the teenagers come out after eight hours. Dad. Where's the popcorn? (laughs) Well, I ate it, kid. It's gone. So I had to go back to the stove, wash the pot, and make another pot of popcorn. Dad, you said there'd be popcorn. Seriously. And every teenager, by the way, you can use your Napoleon Dynamite voice, and it works. I had a couple. I'm so glad he's in school, because seriously, Abe. Freaking idiot. Abe is so Napoleon Dynamite. It's unbelievable. Well, I saw him at the it's, Super Bowl party, and we're all having fun, yeah, and yeah. we're indoors. <laughs> He's got his hood on. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's like 73 in here. You've got to be boiling. Yeah, the hoodie has Shut enough. Up, exactly. <laughs> Mind your business, Tibbs. He did look. He looked at me at one point and goes, "I see what you mean about Tibbs." <laughs> the fact 
thought it had something to do with you rooting for the Eagles or yes, whatever. It and wasn't. Like, yeah. And I was shouting him down. Oh, he got four feet in. Are you happy now, kid? You're, you're right, Dad. He is a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> totally. He's more obnoxious than I remember. Oh, it's so funny. God. All right, look. So where's the belief? Where... Is the it's belief. in my car. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all brought to you by uh, Zenny Eyewear. No, uh, should it's, be. It's brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. And let's wrap you into this conversation coming up next. This run, this four game win streak, has done what for your belief? <clears throat> so eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. The number on Willard and Dips. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.